Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce, making breakfast legendary. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. E. Dean and A. Cochrane are joining me today. And um, if you want to text us, I think some people already have. Yeah. <laughs> Early worms. That's what I hate. I've had a text in for you <laughs> hold already. Hold on, hold on, I've got to have the numbers. Oh, I, hurry up. Um, 81215 is our text number. You can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I like you saying I've got to do the numbers. I think yeah. you'd be good presenting the lottery. Yeah, yeah maybe. House, yeah. I, I think, um, I imagine that um, Darwinson will go on forever with the lottery. Mm-hmm. Considering the fact, I think, I believe he died in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine anything stopping him. If ever there was reanimation. The face is set to collapse imminently. S- well, I know. No, he's, he's, I tell you, he'll go on forever. God bless him. Frank, there's a text from Eugene Curran. Oh, yeah. Who has a question for you. Which modern comedian do you envy the most? Oh. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't really uh, do envy... Because, um... All modern bad comedians. Karma, yeah. bad karma. Partly because I follow the you're Nazarene. You're a really spiritual guy, yeah. And partly because, obviously, deep down, I think I'm the funniest person on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Can I confirm that's absolutely correct? No, I he do does believe think that. I think most comedians believe. Maybe all comedians. Some people where it clearly isn't true. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh... Yes. So, no, I can't... I'd love to give uh, an honest answer to that, Mm. because I think the truth is everything on this show. (laughs) But I can't think of any who I even care for. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Al? (laughs) No. Is it me? Uh... <laughs> if you want, yeah, if you want. Oh, Come on. If it helps us get through the next three hours. What about yeah, the idea right. of Frank being a modern comedian? I love that. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, exactly. I forgot that bit. Yeah. Forgot the modern bit. I, I think you're. Could we do yeah. that again? <laughs> Live. I think, I think you're a modern comic with trad sensibilities. Yeah. Yes. Well handled. Or that. am I a trad comic <laughs> with modern sensibilities? No. no. You're just basically <laughs> always the funniest person in the room. Is that what you want? I think what I am is one... You know when you buy those cars and you realise it was two cars welded together? <laughs> That's what I am. I'm an end-of-the-peer comedian and, um... And another end-of-the-peer comedian. <laughs> OK, so I'm sorry, but, um... What Eugene. I, I don't want into jealousy, though, do you? I don't look no. at people... I don't look at, like, Philip Schofield and think, I wish that was me. <clears throat> no, I don't. Yeah. In fact, I think I'm glad that's not me. <laughs> Do you? It's a, it's, it's a very opposite. You're very confident, Philip, though. I respect that. Not of Schofield in particular. Schofield's found his niche. Yeah. He's been on the I, five, I too. Haven't, I he haven't looks lovely and svelte. I haven't found my niche. She went, she went missing in the, uh, <laughs> in the late 90s. Um, Modern comedy for you there, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> she was seen getting on uh, a ferry <laughs> to Ostend, and uh, hey, never, we haven't heard from her since. Yeah, Ostend. Devil's in the detail, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> what about Kate Bailey? remember Ostenders, that uh, fabulous uh, <laughs> sitcom about Belgium. <laughs> is it Belgium? I don't it's know. It's that way, isn't it? It's over yeah, that yeah. way. It's that part of the world. Yes. We're watching uh, Kate Bailey this morning, aren't we? Well, because obviously we're on the edge of our seats, which I imagine um, the Justice of Cambridge is as well. She, she might mm. be on the bouncy ball at this stage. They put you to sit on to get everything yeah. um, ready. But yeah, the royal baby is imminent. Mm, not, not John imminent, who used to be in um, Are You Being Served. It's all been so quite I might sudden. get to announce it. Oh, but about, what about if that? Then they'll play me oh. back in years to come, like, you know, like 
I spoke this morning <laughs> with the German Chancellor, Herr Hitler. Don't, Don't say have, that. Have <laughs> not, on the, not on a day like today. <laughs> they'll have me instead um, announcing the birth of the uh, royal baby. Yeah. Imagine if they had to use it on News at 10. <laughs> yeah. You. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that if you were well, first. Yeah. And it's actually, they're at the Lindo wing <laughs> of, of um, St... Uh, what is it? St Mary. Mary's Hospital, which is where I used to have physio with Sharon. I feel I'm so part of this story. Strangest name drop of the morning. Yeah. <laughs> a shout out to Sharon the physio. I tell you, she's a good physio. All oh, right, <laughs> she's good. I like. That's what I like. I don't like these people with whale music. I like people that smell of liniment, and that's that's the kind of Frank, woman for someone she was. Who, you've got your own shows. You're quite successful on television. You're regularly on television. I've yes. never seen anyone get so excited by things like buildings on the television. Because Look, that's just up the road from me. The most exciting thing you ever see on the television is not something like the, the surface of Mars. It's that chip shop round the corner. That's the only time I ever call <laughs> Kath into the room. Not like this incredible tribal area we'll never ever go to in our lives. It's Kath, Kath, that's the, that shop. Look, just down the that shop that we can see from the window <laughs> is on the telly. The window link. <laughs> I've got very confused in the first link. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Uh, Liam and Barnsley has texted us, Frank. Oh, yeah. Or, as he prefers to be known, 252. Yeah. Talking about buildings on TV, they once did an episode of Homes Under the Hammer with a house on the end of my street. Watched it about five times. That's excitement. Of course you would. You would. Yes. Yeah. You see you what? Really if would. I saw it, I'd probably go to... Um, where is he? Bradford? Barnsley. Uh, Barnsley. I'd do it the other way around. Watch the programme five times and then go to Barnsley and see the original. <laughs> like people go to Erinspray, you know, to see the neighbours set. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a, what is house, house, Houses Under the Hammer? Homes Under the Hammer is a, um, is a show that follows... Uh, Love it. ...property auctions. Ah, oh, what a let... I thought it was a demolition show. <laughs> that would be good too. But <laughs> yeah. I think Fred Dibner stitched that up a long time ago. Yeah. I think you'd enjoy <laughs> Homes Under the Hammer. Yeah. yeah. You would. Recently had an addition to the presenting lineup in um, Dion Dublin. You're bit kidding of, me. Bit of time I'm on your hands. Dion Dublin, former Aston Villa and Man United, yes. Coventry City yes. striker. Yeah, yes. it's uh, it's a curveball in the property programme presenting world, but that's what they've gone for. Well, they often go into property investment, the footballers, don't they? Oh, I they like to build up the portfolio. They love an ensuite. They didn't get rid of a presenter, they just added him <laughs> to the roster. And is, is he the one that sits naked on the big swinging metal ball, <laughs> knocking the walls down? <laughs> like, yeah. like, like Millie. You know Millie Cyrus? Oh, yeah. Millie. Lovely <laughs> girl. Very lithe, she is. Very lithe. Oh, God, she's lithe. So, um, <clears throat> yes, I'm glad to hear Dion Dublin's getting work. That's it's not like the old days where they used to just become alcoholics and be found in parks. <laughs> or run a pub. Well, that's, that was first. You say that with a note of regret in <laughs> yeah. your voice. Well, you know, you knew where you were. There was a guy, I won't name him, but he used to be on the opening credits of Match of the Day every week scoring a fantastic goal. Oh, yeah. And I met one of his old teammates. I said, oh, where is he now? And he said, uh, he sells um, ice cream off a bike. <laughs> oh. Hey. Oh, sorry to drag it all down, guys. Yeah, haven't you? Let's face it, I could end up selling ice cream off a bike. It's not out of the question. Mm. The modern uh, divorce settlements. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... <laughs> 
<clears throat> Hold on, I've just got... So I've been, uh... Oh, I tell you what. What? Um, today I'm very cash dressed. Just trust me on you this are. one. You are. You look like you're ready for a long haul flight. Yes. yes. We're all gone a bit build, building team in homes under the hammer. <laughs> I think hashtag comfy. I think uh, <laughs> occasionally it's, hashtag orcs. I think it's good to look, you know, a bit um, like you don't need to dress up. Mm-hmm. But you've got the uh, the brown hoodie, which I call your cad file. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I'm enjoying it. Yeah. It's um, it's on its it's on its last day. Oh, I, I love it when I'm wearing a top. I think I, it's on its last hour. Yeah, but, well maybe. But <laughs> oh, when I, when I, I look at a top and I think, oh, it's borderline this. You know, I always smell my clothes in the morning. I think uh-huh. we all do. No, we don't. <laughs> oh. No, we don't. <laughs> oh, okay. They're probably folded in our wardrobes, and anything dirty is at the dry well, cleaners. Well, not clean ones, I don't. No, anything dirty is on the floor in the maybe another day pile. And I picked up today, and, I, and when it's, you know, it's the last day, oh, the freedom it gives you. I ate breakfast with complete abandon. Yeah, well, I wouldn't Because who cares if I spill stuff on this? <laughs> it's its last day. <laughs> How Brilliant. many days do you give the cat file hoodie as a rule? I've had this one about three weeks. Um, because you're always wearing T-shirts under a hoodie, the sweat yeah. never really reaches the, um, the, the, inner, the inner fleece. Mm. Anyway, this is getting a bit technical. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to baffle people with science. At but this I stage, did. Um, I got a trainer on, Frank. I started a new TV series this week, filming it. It's not gone out yet, but I, I took on a completely different fashion look, which I'll share with you after these messages. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio. So I um I did for the first time. Um, this week, I presented a television show wearing a pocket handkerchief. Nice. Did you? Pocket handkerchief. It's a bit Lord Charles. <laughs> <laughs> well, quite... you're a pretty little thing, aren't you? I'm doing, you can't see it at home, but I'm doing the slow blink that <clears throat> ventriloquist dummies always do. very convincing. The unnerving slow blink. I used to love Lord Charles. Mm-hmm. Work with him. Oh, I still do. Of course you did. Work with them all. Uh, I like. <laughs> the I remember the moment when Ray Allen opened. <laughs> he opened the box and there was like red velvet, and he oh, pulled yeah. the red velvet back. And there was Lord Charles lying in his box with a personal microphone on the lapel nice. of the dummy. You know, we have a certain demographic of listener that's probably going to have to Google Lord Charles after this. But they should do. Well, they should YouTube. do. They shouldn't miss Definitely. out on Very his funny. body of work. Very funny. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, it's quite Forsythian. The. Uh, a little pocket hanky. Mm. I really like May it. May I ask what um, what fold you went for the pocket hanky? Did you go? Well, I didn't. I didn't, even, I didn't even touch it. The wardrobe woman handled the whole operation. Oh, right. And you just not for the first time. <laughs> Let's be honest. But it did. You've been around. <laughs> it did occur to me on a jacket with. a... I know you get two some jackets. The sort of. Um, 1950s school nerd jackets that have got two breast pockets, but on the the normal one. Mm-hmm. Is the breast pocket all... You'll know this, Sam, you're in fashion. Is the breast pocket always on the left? You're going to say you're in breasts. Is it always on um, the left? Uh, oh, oh I, well, I'd be worried about committing to an answer. Oh, I would suggest... You see, that's the pressure. Pre- you please give me a Peer pressure. <laughs> that is, as they say in South um, End. I would say <laughs> it probably is on the left. Yeah, I, I, it's aimed at the right-hander, I think, mm, is the I idea. I think you're right. Well, surely most jackets, they, if they're... Double-breasted, it goes right then left, so the left is the exterior. Oh, no, sorry, I can't. Flat. I can't actually. <laughs> unless you've got a, a one with you, I can't. <laughs> I can't conceive of a double-breasted it's jacket. Making you feel a bit oh, sick. Okay. This conversation. Yeah, just trying just try and imagine the yeah. operation of a double-breasted jacket, and my head's swirling. So hard. <laughs> 
I just, I've gone bilious. I, I, no, I don't think desk. of myself as an engineer or anything, but I'm really coping yeah. with this. I'm, no, I'm it's surprised. like when you talk, you know when people say you talk about um, a spiral staircase, you have to do it with, with your finger, you have to do a spiral to talk about it. Right. You can't, you can't talk about a spiral staircase without demonstrating one. Double-breasted jacket, I need a, at least a diagram. Do they come with a diagram? I can't remember. Do mm. they come with instructions like a flat pack? <laughs> I don't think so. I haven't bought a double-breasted for a... No, well, who has, unless they were in Boggsy Malone? Good point. At school. I'm enjoying the extremes of your dressing, though. Well, yeah. Because at the moment, it's all gone a bit, sort of, uh, M&M leisure wear yeah. on Sunday. Gap. I think I'm looking a bit gap today. OK. And then, um, then you're going for the actual, uh, the hanky. Well, I actually wore... Because we were, we were filming outdoors, I wore a Mac... I actually oh, wore nice. a Mac and I oh, wore a scarf. <laughs> I wore a scarf and the wardrobe woman started to do that. You know that thing that blokes do with scarves when they sort of fold it in two and put yes. the other bit through it and they end up looking like... Um, who's the woman from Woman's Hour? Oh, Jenny Murray. Oh, yeah. yeah, they look a bit yeah. Jenny Murray. Mm. There's a sort of middle-aged woman <laughs> scarf that young men have started wearing. So, yeah. they, so their, their head emerges from a scarf like the MGM lion coming out the, ro- the yeah. laurel wreath. <laughs> I don't... I don't like that on a young man. No. So I, I actually wore the scarf. I didn't even knot it. I just let it hang. So I got oh, dear. A, I, that, no, it looked fantastic. Really? In fact, uh, one, of my, um, one of my colleagues on the show said to me, that's a great look for you. She said you look richer and more intelligent. Well. <laughs> How much was she being paid? And those are two things that you try so hard to play down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I, but um, I thought that's quite a good compliment, Richard yeah, and more. Right. I think that'd be a good slogan for a fashion company. <laughs> yeah. look, look richer Rich. and more intelligent. Yeah. Depends what area you're walking through that night. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, but generally speaking, it's a good thing. Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Apparently, just news coming. The waters have gone. <laughs> um, that we don't have. That isn't officially confirmed yet. Well, it's not at all confirmed. <laughs> you just made it up. You can't just no. make up the news, Frank. I made You're never it up. They, be must, they must have gone by now, haven't they? The royal waters. Birdie's still out there. Um, the royal waters have burst, and apparently there were two swans <laughs> came out. But you can't. T- you can't eat them. Apparently. <laughs> Um, by the Queen. So, um, is, if the baby comes out, because it's in royal water, is it owned by the Queen? Oh, good question. Yeah. Is that today's texting? Um, maybe not. Maybe no. It's a horrible texting. <laughs> I'll think of something worse than that. So, yeah, so I wore an open neck and a pocket handkerchief. An open neck is not good for me now because my throat, oh, as I've pointed out in recent times, needs to be tethered if I'm working outdoors. It's what? blowing all over the place. You say that. I just took a photograph of you for the trendy new app called... Yes, I said the words trendy Not new app. Not poetry news updates. <laughs> no! Trendy new app. It's called howold.net. Have oh, you okay. seen this? They, no. were, they did it on Kim Jong-un and he... I think it was 26 or something he came out as. He's a uh, boyish. Mm. Mm. Dicta- did- dictator don't crack. That's what they <laughs> say, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I did it this morning. On yeah. us. Oh, God. Do you want to know what the ages were, what the results were? Is it good news or bad news? I do not want to Do you know. not want to know? I d- well, I meant... I'm, OK. Frank I'm Skinner, shall I do know. you first? Yes. 66. <gasps> Is that what it says? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, now do I do want to know. Can I just say, the lighting was poor. 
Well, not poor enough. <laughs> Alan Cochran, 41. Ouch. <laughs> Emily Dean? 32. <laughs> Summit. Yeah. Oh, I've gone on here, isn't it? Very Emily convenient. obviously used a photo of when she was 32. <laughs> when she was 16, Where she like. used a photo of me from the future. <laughs> you know that uh, mm. Frank Skinner in the future um, website? It's gone to that. I've never been happier. I hate that. It's a psychic branch of the fan club. <laughs> Photos from the future. Yeah, who needs it? Um, apparently I evolve into like this giant-headed thing with a brain <laughs> that you can see through a, a thin gossamer panel in my forehead. <laughs> but all that's to come. So, uh, spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> Do you think um, Darwin used to shout that? <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he did. <laughs> Every time he saw a chimpanzee, spoilers! <laughs> oh dear. Because he's got the eyes of a chimpanzee, Darwin. Have you ever looked at a picture of Darwin? Uh, his eyes are absolutely oh. chimp eyes. Is that right? Are they? It's is he Simeon, no, is he? Really? No, if you look, at, you can see why he looked in the mirror and Lovely thought, hair, hold Darwin. on a minute. Now he's bald, wasn't he? No, he had little bits and bobs going. He had Robert Robinson <laughs> things going on. Oh, yeah, but he had a good old beard on him. But his mm. eyes are chimp eyes. I remember it was a transplant, and I think they did them then. Yeah. I bet you he couldn't look in the mirror without going to himself. <laughs> 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 and then one day he thought, there's money in this. There's a book in this. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also I stayed at um, a middle-range hotel. That was a... Did That's you? a bit of an experience. I haven't stayed at a middle-range hotel for a long time. I'd love to know what they're like. Well, I'll tell you that. They made an effort, which I was much appreciatum, as they say in Rome. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Waterboys, is that a, an omen? Water's <laughs> a burst. It's going to be a boy. It's going to be. A, it's going to be a girl, isn't it? Um. I don't wish to place uh, gender ideals on children at this age. But is it an ideal? I'm not saying that would be a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> e I listened to this horrible email. Oh, God. oh no, I don't want to hear a horrible email. Well, it's not horrible. OK. Make of it what you will. Ed says, Howold.net always deducts ten years from the age it thinks a woman is. Try it on all your friends. Cheers, Ed. So far, so bland. Yeah. Except for the PS. Still blowing up balloons for weight loss, Emily. You no, were. No, thank while. you, because I've got a boyfriend now. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for your interest. Well, I won't ask what you've replaced it with. <laughs> um, were you blowing up balloons? I don't remember that. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I can't talk. I think. <laughs> what were you? What was the blowing up balloons? Do you for? remember when I went on that six weeks till OMG diet? Yeah. You had to blow up balloons. Well, yeah. that you were meant was it to. Thirty breaths out. Or it's something? the idea that you fill them up with helium and then you hold them when you're on the scales. <laughs> No, the idea... <laughs> <laughs> the idea was that I think it would help with your abs. It was oh. exercise, and you had to have cold baths and black coffee. That's I just right. did the black coffee bit. I have um, baths in black, cold black coffee. <laughs> yeah. I think that, I find that fine. Yeah. And then on the bidet with a bottle of champagne. <laughs> I don't, I don't diet anymore. Bob's your uncle? I found it... No. I'm happy as I am. I am fiercely diet now. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm on the uh, cabbage patch diet. Cabbage patch? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I just eat uh, um, dandelions and caterpillars. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's all right. I don't like the furries. Uh. <laughs> Getting your teeth. Anyway, I stayed protein, at right? I stayed at a middle range hotel. It was perfectly mm. fine. Made me feel like I was, you know, 
Philip Larkin doing a poetry reading in 1961 in, somewhere in the north. And, um... Wouldn't he have stayed somewhere? No, he, wouldn't, no, he wouldn't have stayed anywhere nicer. No, he was a humble man. So, uh, okay. the, they didn't, there wasn't the money then on the circuit. So, uh... <laughs> Not what like poetry News update no, circuit. The, the manager uh, very kindly came and met, met me at reception. And, um... Probably knew in advance you'd get lost if he didn't. Yeah, probably did. <laughs> and he said, uh, we've put uh, a little something in your room. Excellent. Well, of course. <gasps> I was, um... I hope it wasn't a lady of the night. No, no. <laughs> no. Not, not with my knees. <laughs> he said we put, a, we put a fruit bowl in there, and I thought, oh, lovely. Um, and I went in, and there was a bowl in there, and it, mm. had, it had just a big three. Oh, yeah. Um, apple, orange, banana. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Just the big three, though. I mean, <laughs> oh, man, fantastic. <laughs> pared down. I mean, no, there wasn't a pair. Pared down to the very <laughs> minimum. Because um, any less than apple, yeah. orange, banana, it's not a fruit bowl anymore. Oh, of course it's not. It's, it's an just fruit in a bowl, but... Mm -hmm. It's a packed lunchbox, is it? I did a show at Teddington Lock once. There was a pineapple. Just you name dropping about buildings again. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, a as if anyone ever. Five minutes, Mr. Skip. I'm just um, <laughs> just finishing this pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was, I was blown away. I told everyone when I did a show at uh, Teddington Lock there was a pineapple. Next week I went in there. I hadn't said anything to them. Yeah. Went in there next week. A fruit bowl. It's a coconut. No. <laughs> I mean, come on. No hammer. Week after that no was a can of lilt. <laughs> that'd be a good. Uh, that'd be a good show. Uh, coconuts under the hammer. <laughs> In which people, you know, but especially like that what that one week, say the Christmas special, when they don't take the milk out first, they just lay straight into it, and smash the whole thing, flying all <laughs> over the time. Crazy. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. At some of the more high-end establishments, which mm. I'm fairly, uh, I frequent quite often, as uh, you both know, yeah. you get a lychee in oh, the fruit nice. bowl. Well, if you lychees, you'll love these. <laughs> as they used to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right with a lychee. Yeah. There's an element, if you close your eyes, like you're eating a human eyeball. <laughs> Lovely. But I don't mind that. Um, but dates, I've had. I've had a date in a posh hotel. Yeah, we've, um... Don't, we, don't tell my wife. <laughs> no. <laughs> Kath, um... Kath, my partner, eats, I would say, at least a dozen medjool dates every day. Wow. I've Shoot. never known anyone eat so many dates in my life. It's like living with a camel. <laughs> and that's just the smell of urine. But when it gets to the... <laughs> but when it's it gets horrible. to the day... No, but she does... I, I want... I want. I don't know if there's any scientists listening, but I... I, I doubt it very much. There must be... Not <laughs> anymore. Uh, they're, still, they're still reeling from my Darwin <laughs> revelation. He does look simian, though. He does look... He's, he's, I just looked he's him got, up on, the, on the Googles. Chimp pies. Lovely, though. Remember that song, Betty Davies' Eyes? Yeah. yeah. There was a Charles Darwin version for his, for his anniversary. <laughs> I've just found a picture he's of got, him in a bowler hat. He's got chimpanzee eyes. Yes. That's, mm. that's when he did the PG tips. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I didn't like about the mid-range hotel is that um, it had, uh, in the shower... Oh, yeah. It had, I say shower, that thing over the bath. It had... Um, Body wash and shampoo was the same thing. Oh, yeah. Oh. And I always think I'm going to get dandruff in those cases. Yeah. So when I was a kid, I used to wash my face in soap, mm. and I just used to keep going and wash my hair in the same soap. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's where it's gone. 
and uh, yeah, and I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's a good thing. Oh, I've never used the shampoo provided by the hotel. What, what? really? Why would I use that? What specialist needs? Yeah, well, I uh, when I was at the Disneyland hotel, every little bottle of um, product had got Mickey Mouse ears on the top. Oh, I love I that. I mean, come on. What about, <laughs> what about the cotton buds? though? how big were they <laughs> in Disneyland? Um, I don't know if there were. I haven't oh, used a cotton big. bod since about 85, 86. That's right. I always imagine that I'll um, slip, catch my uh, catch my elbow on the uh, on the medicine cabinet and the thing will go straight in there and pierce my brain. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's worth thinking about. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8 12 15. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Frank. That number again, 359 four <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? I don't know, it's just a made-up number, the sort of thing the DJ. It's gone a bit local radio. Yeah. I like it when you go lo- uh, LR. Thanks. Yeah, we don't often visit Football Corner on this show. No, well... As part of your 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 uh, earlier body of work. Mm-hmm. But, yes. But uh, attention must be paid to the Leicester City manager. Uh, I believe it's Nigel Pearson. It is. I loved him this week. Oh, Are you an ostrich? <laughs> that's, what he, that's what he said to a journalist. Yes. During a, this quite bizarre post-match um, conference, news conference. But it was such a strange insult, which is what I liked. It was a bit like when Frank called Chico a foolish devil on this show. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> I? Yes. Oh, I forgot that. <laughs> well, he was on, he's, he's under pressure, Nigel Pearson. His team yeah. are, are, are near the bottom of the table. Right. And he just lost. But, yeah, it was a, it was a strange thing, are you? I lost, f- but having been ahead as well, I think that might have um, yes. been part of the problem. I felt that uh, the... Journalists have been ostracised. <laughs> oh, well that's fine. Thanks very much. I mean, he's capable of that, Nigel Pearson. He, I, I find him uh, very captivating as a post-match interview because he, he's not. Calm down, he Doesn't dear. seem stupid. He does quite an intelligent thing where he pauses, so he's quite articulate. He sort of has that pause, and then he'll carry on speaking. Well, he's articulate, he but he does also look like he could take a man apart with his bare hands. <laughs> well. Articulate. I love that he as a combination. my dream man. And yeah. spiky, yeah, Ernest Hemingway, Nigel Pearson, they're the big two. <laughs> yes, it's in very engaging. I yeah. find it extremely It was strange, watchable. Al, when he said, uh, in his apology, he said, I'd like to apologise for last night, Ian. Which I thought sounded like an altogether different kind of apology. <laughs> yeah. It sounded like he provided insufficient aftercare. <laughs> <laughs> well, he apologised, but then... I, the, I, did night. you read that the... Uh, the journalist's response to the... He said fair play to him. Well, first of all, how journalistic is this? <laughs> this is a response to a heartfelt apology. He said uh, the 51-year-old handled himself well enough. He actually <laughs> called him the 51-year-old. <laughs> Who would ever do that? <laughs> and also, handled himself well enough. Is there anything worse than when you, you, you someone opted to the apology and it's not <laughs> quite accepted very well? I hate the person then. I, then I regret the apology and I want to do something I really should apologise for. Mm. I'm not thinking of anyone in particular, by the way, Kath, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> he also called him daft, which I'd, I'd forgotten mm. still existed as daft. a word. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He, uh, he must have called him a bit of a nit. 
He did. Uh, or a bird. He, he called him stupid, which was a bit much, wasn't it? That's, are you stupid? Yeah. Well, are you stupid is not calling someone stupid, is it? That's an inquiry. And I liked it when he got quite forensic. He said, have you got your head in the sand? Could you bend over and put your head into the sand? Are you that flexible? I am. That's yes. what he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also I like that he said, I wanted to apologise straight away in front of the cameras, which is very 70s, <laughs> in front of the cameras. It's sort of smartphones now. On the flexibility front, yes. um, I remember an ex-Arsenal player telling me that... Um, me too. Very early after, <laughs> yes, but I, I wasn't, I, I had my clothes on. <laughs> he, um, right. he said uh, <laughs> that when Arsene Wenger first uh, joined the club, he got them all uh, together, all the players together, and he, he started talking about the importance of uh, stretching exercises, and mm. Arsene Wenger, who even at that stage must have been in his 50s, I would have thought, when mm. he first joined Arsenal, uh, easily, he, um, he put his feet behind his head, which is, um, maybe you can do that, Al, because you do a lot of the martial arts. I, I mean, it's well beyond me. I don't no, want to think about too. that, frankly, quite honestly. Too. Yeah, well, I, um, I don't even try it. If I found it, I could. I mean, that I, <laughs> <laughs> you'd never see me again. I, that'd be the end of this job. Where's Frank? He's just bought a little flat somewhere <laughs> in the country. <laughs> do they have flats in the country? Maybe not. I don't know what you've put under them. Radio. Absolute Radio. Kate is getting a lot of mileage out of the bookmakers, isn't she? Well. Yes, there's all sorts of bets. Some of there's going to be a boy or a girl. I believe the normal things, if you don't have much morning sickness, it's a girl. And the first time she had loads of morning sickness and it was a boy. Mm. That's what I'm thinking. Mm. Who can say? Uh, if it's an hermaphrodite, it'll be all hushed up. <laughs> that, that'll never come. We'll never know about that. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, it's... Uh, you um, make my words. Even me saying that now, if it is an Aphrodite. Strange song. <laughs> you make my words come alive? Where's the end of the sentence? You make my words? Is that what I said? Yeah, yeah, you, you oh, make man. my words most, sing? Most horrible ballad I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> you make my words by Frank Skinner there. Oh, I've made such a fool of myself. <laughs> I can't breathe. You know when you can't breathe? You're that embarrassed you can't. <laughs> That's how embarrassed I am. Yeah, that, oh. so um, I it made me a bit nostalgic that Nigel Pearson story for sort of when I didn't really know anyone who swore mm-hmm. when yeah. I was a young a youth. A child. How did your family not swear? My, not in, we weren't allowed to swear in the house in case uh, God killed us. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, you didn't have dinner parties either. No, we didn't. Which have I found we, re- we didn't always have dinner. <laughs> we never had a party. I remember one party in my house, and it was my sister's engagement party. Oh, I'd love to have gone to that. And they rolled up the carpet, tipped beer on the floor <laughs> to make twisting easier. You know that dance, the twist. Yeah. Alan's absolutely lost it. <laughs> yeah, well, there were different times. I remember Pam, who was a friend of our Nora. The twist? Where was this? What else we you do? Glimpse of stocking. This was the 60s. Okay. Even then, a glimpse of stocking was thought of as something shocking, but heaven knows. Mm. Anything, Anything goes. goes. Um, yeah, she, she looked like Barbara Windsor, Pam, I remember. And oh. even as a, a, as a child, I used to think she was beautiful. Yeah. The way all children think Barbara Windsor is. Mm-hmm. Mm. But if Barbara Windsor will be at the birth, Possibly. clear enough, isn't it? Windsor. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I but think it made me think because um, my sister um, used to call. Oh, Nora. To, yeah, who still does this though. If I, if I, uh, she'll call me a silly article. Nice. <laughs> oh, how cute is that? Yeah, and those I sorts, love that. those non-swearing sort of insults have, have gone a bit like daft and nitwit and nincompoop. I don't think we ever used. <laughs> no, not often. No. I bet. Our, I bet. Our the trouble is a bit bluer on the language front. Well, he is a little. Yes, he's, he is a tad. Um, but nincompoop, I think, has been spoilt by the adoption of the Americanism poop mm. for mm. defecation. Yeah. So nincompoop now. Sounds like some horrible conversation we're <laughs> it having. It sounds like no <laughs> income. Horrible. It sounds like no income poop, like the excrement of the homeless. <laughs> oh, and no. I don't think it's fair to call anyone that. <laughs> so, well, not that they're homeless, but the unemployed, it's unemployed excrement is income poop. <laughs> so that's why it's gone out of um, circulation, if anyone was wondering. But I, if no, anyone... it's not if anyone was wondering. <laughs> at okay. all. Uh, probably well, not. If um, if anyone can remember any of those non-swearing insults of yesteryear, though, like knit and stuff like oh, that, yeah. twerp. Mm-hmm. Oh, what about Burke? See, twerp. I love Burke. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to have to. Um, I'm going to have to hold the conversation on that one because I think there's a dark side oh, to is that. that? Which I, I do rather not go into, oh, but I'll explain so. when the music's okay. on. <laughs> twerp like has been spoiled by twerk. I yes, I think yeah. people oh, yeah. think now if you called anyone a twerp, they'd think you were making a, a, a Millie Cyrus. Uh. Why do you keep saying Millie? <laughs> to me, it's more <laughs> than Miley. Her name's Miley. <laughs> did you see her armpits this week? I I did not. No, I haven't no. been intimate with her. She's grown her armpit hair and dyed it pink. And I thought she? it struck me armpit I hair so, like that. so so wasted as a fashion thing. If um. Mm. If any popular music artist was going to do that, you'd expect it to be pink, wouldn't you? Yeah. Is she still alive? Yeah, she's missed a trip. I don't know what's happened with her. Is she still alive? <laughs> is she? Yes. What did you think had happened? The trouble is with pink. Am I right in saying that her hair was pink generally? I think so. I, I mean, I mean, I was never. Yes, that's difficult. That was her shtick initially. Wasn't it's difficult it? as you get older, isn't it? The oh, pink with the pink hair. hair. Yes. Well, it just becomes a bit pink rinse then. It just becomes mm, a bit yeah, coronation It's, it's harder to carry it off in that sort of raunchy, sort of potty mouth way that pink <laughs> used to do it. Mm-hmm. Never any really sure about pink. When I think of pink, I think of newly born gerbils. Dear. Where's the rock and roll in that? <laughs> That's today's texture. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, the Frank Skinner Show. Radio. Do you remember earlier on this show this morning, and I accused you of going a bit local radio? Is it possible to remember anything other than earlier? Oh, <laughs> shut up. <Okay>. 832, <laughs> yeah. you need to hear that more often in you your life. 832 has texted us to mm. say Frank has gone all local radio. 359 was the football phone-in number on BRMB in the 80s. Wow. That's from Peter. Because I honestly and, uh, thought Claire I'd, I'd plot that Sonal. number out of the air. Mm. And it was it was BRMB, which of course the Birmingham radio station. Football phone Yeah. So with Tony Butler. Did 359 he, uh, 401. It's all coming back to me now. They're probably doing a phone in this week. Are you an ostrich phone in? <laughs> I bet they are. <laughs> I bet they are doing that. I'd like to apologise to Tony for last night. That's what you'll yeah. say. There might be a couple of Kiwis phone in. It, um, it, did, it did occur to me that perhaps Nigel Pearson, as manager of Leicester, is asking, are you an ostrich, because he's in charge of the foxes. 
He's probably thinking... They're not, they're not nat- nature's natural enemies, though, are they? The aren't fox they? and the ostrich. Wouldn't the fox have an ostrich? Didn't you read that Aesop's fable about the fox and the ostrich? <laughs> 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 the fox and the ostrich. A fox walking along and he sees, um... What about the fox came in my house yesterday? <laughs> what? I can not believe it. I was on the phone to my boyfriend, the door was open, I went, there's a fox. I saw this orange... In the house? Yes, I've just remembered that. Wow, wow. that's horrible. It was only brief. What a brief fox. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you know I like a foxy bingo, and he didn't have the jacket on. There's one that comes in our garden now and again, and I don't know if he's been drinking. I'll tell you, I hear it. (laughs) He's He's been drinking. drinking. A fox has been drinking. No, but I'm in the garden, (laughs) and and I sort of hear... Walking into the water water tank and then into the... It's backside, it's in the shed. I don't know if it sees me and goes into a panic. I never think of foxes panicking. They no. seem like cool customers. Mm. Oh, I suppose yeah, one especially of the ones in the three-piece suit. I can imagine the fox in Aesop's fable. What he does is he, he rips the head off the ostrich, eats it, and then just puts the neck in the sand so someone will come along who knows the ostrich, be that chatting away, it. thinking he'll, be oh, out. he'll pull yeah. his head out in a minute, we could be all right. And they, in the end, they give him a noise, he just falls over and it's just severed tendons. So Lovely. So that's Aesop. That was his um, his late night. Yeah, it was Aesop fables. nights. Yeah, I love exactly. Aesop nights. <laughs> um, we've also had some suggestions for uh, polite language when not swearing. Oh, yeah. uh, Mark in York says my sister still calls me a buffoon. Yeah, that, it's Good. interesting because that's quite a posh one, isn't it? Buffoon, mm. I think. I think it was on it. this show that you described Justin Bieber as a very great fool, <laughs> and uh, yes, that stayed with me. <laughs> that's reasonable, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, when I found out the name, uh, well, actually, they do have flats in the country. I should first say this is from two seven. They have flats in the country. Dear Frank, Alan, and Emily, we do have flats in the country. However, they are only ever singular, and we tend to call them bungalows. I hope this helps. That's two seven seven. That's an interesting idea. Bungalows, flat. Mm-hmm. Mm. What about a treehouse? That's a sort of a country flat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Of course, I always wear flats in the country. Yeah. I'm wearing, because we're filming quite a lot in the country now in this, this thing I'm doing, I've gone very much. My look is generally sort of diary of an Edwardian lady. Nice. Lots of tweeds oh, and the pocket lovely, handkerchief. Frank. Yeah. Love It really is. It, it makes me feel, um, you know, like one of those people that live in the country. I feel I should I should start, you know, drink driving. <laughs> Something of that. Matt, don't. By the way, if you're listening, never do that. <laughs> if you do that, I'll hate you for the rest of your life. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. We've had some missives in mm. uh, regarding Imperial Leather. Oh, yeah. Someone's tweeted us, someone called Blue View. Don't like the sound of him. Not sure where Frank shops. I got this in Dublin two weeks ago. Hashtag shop around. Okay. And there is a photograph of a bar of imperial leather. and Somewhat perished, I have to say. OK. But in the centre, in With the, the central area... sticker. Yeah, there is the See, sticker. See, in case you, you missed missed the show, um, I think it was last week, mm. uh, what I've always loved about imperial leather is, uh, as a soap is that it's got the silver sticker, which means it doesn't melt underneath it, the soap doesn't wash mm. away. So you get, like, a little plinth to keep your soap on. It stops yeah. it getting all mushy. But the recent one I bought didn't have it anymore. It just had it embossed, as so many soaps do. Clearly, um, there's a bit of uh, old stock in Dublin. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's rather rude. Maybe, maybe remaindered stock, perhaps. Maybe uh, since, he, since he got that job on Homes Under the Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so maybe they've got a different policy in Ireland um, right. th- that they have here. But the one I bought, uh, it's, it was from a well-known supermarket. Poundland. 
no, it was it was it was a bigger one than that, and uh, and and there was no sticker. Trust me, mm. sticker free, moshy as all the other soaps on the on the base. Oh, well, Stuart has emailed us to say the sticker on the imperial leather is on the other side of the bar to the engraving, but I agree it's gone downhill since the 80s. The sticker used to be foil, it came in a cardboard envelope, and the soap was far better. Yes, now I'm not saying... I mean, I'm a, th- a thorough character in, in some... I Certainly I looked on the other side of the soap, in mm. case it was right. there. Yeah. That would have been... To have given up only looking at one side of the soap. Yeah, you'd have felt a fool, wouldn't you? I mean, you know... That's all I'm saying to that. Mm. And we had an email as well about... These all good things come in threes. We had an email about Imperial Leather. We did, yeah. We did. I wish someone from Imperial Leather would clear up this sticker (laughs) sticker gate. Um, I have that email here. Further to last week's shock announcement about the demise of the label on the Imperial Leather soap, I wonder whether anyone else remembers its TV commercial strap line, the soap that rests on its name. I'm fairly confident this is correct. Oh, that's clever. But as a long-time reader, have resisted the urge to Google for verification, Josephine. That oh, I like that. well, that, uh, that's good on so many grounds. I'm glad. Mm. Um, Clever, isn't it? But that? it is that because it rested on its name. Yeah. El- yeah, no, I, do elbow. Un- I do understand. Elbow it, could use that. Elbow. Elbow the band. <laughs> the band rest- that rests on its name. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. laughs> lovely. <laughs> Very good. That's a fairly clean example. <laughs> lovely, yeah. clean. Well done for not Googling that. You know, we encourage mm. on this show that you only Google that which you do not know, not that which you cannot remember, because the brain will remember, and then it's good for the brain, and also you'll feel elated. Only yesterday I was speaking to Daisy Knight, the, the show's producer. Oh, she gets a surname this week. Uh-oh. And <laughs> Daisy Knight! And uh, she was telling me that in the middle of the night, as it were, she... I go um, walking in my sleep. No, That's one of your that, favourites, yeah. Frank. Yeah, I do. That's one of the ones I that's in my head all the time. Oh, I love it when you sing that. The river, <laughs> anyway, um, piano man. And um, she was telling me that uh, she couldn't remember the name of the man who directed um, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, Married Madonna and all that. Oh. And God bless her, she did not Google it. She lay awake and lay awake and squeezed out... Guy Ritchie from the recesses of her brain. <laughs> How did he feel about that? <laughs> he was drunk. He didn't even know what's happening. <laughs> um, so um, I think that's brilliant. I do. Well done, Daisy. <laughs> and another fabulous intimate moment at that same conversation. We were at breakfast in a cafe, and I oh, said, you're at "Breakfast? Never mind." Okay. Um, nice, isn't it? I, I was available. To be honest, I, I don't. <laughs> I, I won't cook when she comes back to mine. <laughs> <laughs> you got that fox there, haven't you? Going out with the gins. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I said to Daisy, we were we were at we were in a nice cafe. Oh yeah. We, uh, she had coffee and all that. And I'm I said, glad you gave a good aftercare. And I said, uh, <laughs> is my nose clean? And she said, no. Oh, <laughs> joking. And I said, thank you very much. And I, uh, I set about it. Uh, set about <laughs> it? Yeah, you know. Like that guy that uh, set about the guy outside um, Glasgow Airport. We'll set about you. <laughs> no, I, 
No, but how lovely to have a friend who'll tell you straight that you've got a dirty nose. I mean, I had to ask. Whether she would have brought it up, I don't know. Yeah, she might have just left you for the full day. But that's what friends are for. I remember working with a bloke and I had had something on my nose. And he said to me, can you take this uh, document down to the... Down to the <laughs> dye department. He sat with the other side of the factory. I had to go through about three yeah. different... I passed, probably past 30 people. Yeah. And then I dropped him off there, went back, come all the way back. And when I got he was having a laughing fit. I said, what are you laughing at? He said, I, they didn't need it. He said, I just, it's just... You just got a big thing on your nose. <laughs> <laughs> Did you set about it? Um, actually, I killed him. <laughs> Not deliberately, but I hit him as hard as I could hit him, and as he fell, his his head hit uh, a Xerox machine. Uh, but they said it was uh, self-defence. <laughs> I meant never to bring it up on this show. That was a personal. Um, oh. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. <laughs> yeah. We've right. had an email, Frank. Just uh, the one that's tremendous new. Tom one. Archer. Tom Archer. Yeah, and he's from Southampton. Okay. Uh, it's quite a lot of information I've given about him. I hope I hope there's no fraudulent activity on his bank accounts now as a result. No, of I shouldn't that. think so. I had an elderly relative who had a magnet on the wall above the sink. It used to hold the soap by the metal tag to keep it dry. I always wondered if that was an official piece of merchandise or a stroke of genius. You're oh, kidding. What, clever. Imperial Leather? Imperial Leather, that's what my dad called it, Leather. <laughs> yeah. Imperial Leather would actually take a magnet. Yeah. The, the, the I seem to metallic... recall elderly friends that we had having a similar operation. That, there must be one of those on eBay. Mm. If, if it's official imperial leather wall clamp mm. magnetic wall clamp <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm gonna ebay that i want one of those well our bathroom has a little uh, magnet one of our bathrooms got just the three anyway <laughs> you got three <laughs> bathrooms yeah like dwight york it play, it play down the uh, mr mr normal three bathrooms yeah I well, think it's because he's in. They love they love an ensuite up there, don't they? <laughs> do they? They do. I mean, the one that I'm discussing is actually more of a utility room, but it's oh, very functional. That's where you got your the... white goods. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's, yeah. Some, there's some white goods in there. Okay. And, You've got and, a nice and utility and it's got area. A little, has oh, he? Yeah. Has he got oh, a nice I mean, utility area? Just off the kitchen. It's immaculate. Yes, it is. It's uh, it's, it's beautiful. Mm. Ours has got a little. But you uh, know what it hasn't got? What? A, a magnet. A metallic uh, oh. imperial leather war clamp. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how this came about, but for a little while we would take a bottle top, you know, like a bottle top that you may take off a beer. Oh, yeah. Stick it in the Cotton. top of a soap. <gasps> boom. There you go. Oh, soap of held. Of course, of course. Yeah, but what about the rusty lee that's going to form on it? What about when you I forget? I mean, I gouged it. my own face. That was the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> accidentally. When you forget, you come in, it's dark. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. Oh, oh, rusty bottle top. You just think, I'll I'll just um, have a wash downstairs before yeah. I go up to the bed. <laughs> oh, next thing my you know, God. Next thing you know, there's blood all over your hands. Oh. I mean, who wants to think about that? What about if Janet Jackson came round uh, post-Super uh, Bowl? Yeah. With the metallic nipple cap. <laughs> Walks, goes into your utility she room. Drawn. The She'd be drawn saying, there. She saying, I'll, just, I'll just give that stage outfit a quick spin and it'll be... Uh, 
<laughs> and going in there and suddenly, <laughs> and she's uh, just socked across the room by yeah. uh, magnetism. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, imagine it. Where's Timberlake then? I mean, Nowhere. That's, that's why we're only pen pals now. We don't see each other in the flesh. She's still alive, isn't she, Janet Jackson? Before, yeah. I, I love I, it. If she was your she's, pen pal. She's the one that's still alive. If she was your pen pal, I would love that. I'd love that. Oh, well, Janet Jackson. Are you an ostrich? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I bet I imagine <laughs> that she uses the uh, star-shaped nipple clamp as to use t to to press the seal on the envelopes when she sends letters to pen pals. When she sends oh, letters yeah. to seal, yeah, and <laughs> seal, and yeah. seal She's uses the, he uses the face the face scars he puts straight into the wax. <laughs> So you know that you're getting the real thing. I real mean, the deal. way the I real get the seal. real deal with seal. The way they're living, those people. <laughs> I had a sealed letter from Lemmy, and he put the two moles in. <laughs> Good for it. Yeah, I used it as a double egg cup <laughs> for years. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio. Ah, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Emily Dean and Alan Cochran are with me this morning. Please text the show on 8.12.15, or, if you'd prefer, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. If you've got itchy keyboard fingers, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Keyboard fingers? I'm trying to make it more human. Is that the, a sequel uh, to Edward Scissorhands? Keyboard fingers. <laughs> <laughs> it's more thumbs, isn't it, with the, with the smaller devices? Oh, yeah. True. But if you're emailing, of course, it could be on a smaller device. True. You know, I taught myself to text with my thumbs because I realised uh, it made me look older. Yes, I, I, I agree use my with that. fingers, don't you think? I wanted to look like the youth. All oh, right. No, mm. you, you're quite. Uh, so I've done I, that I, and I, the extensive facial surgery. I've got a. <laughs> I use a mother of pearl stylus, which <laughs> I have on a chain around my neck, <laughs> and I'm some. I get stared at sometimes mm -hmm. doing that. I did want uh, a monkey's uh, a monkey's finger. Oh yeah. Um, oh, where'd you get that from? Charles Darwin? Yeah, I think that'd be quite good, though. A monkey's finger that um, you, you use for uh, texting. But yeah. Somebody's every every text I, I sent just said... <laughs> really? For a yeah. little while, though. If you text for long enough, it'll do the complete works of Shakespeare for you, won't it? Yeah, exactly, but I just don't, know, I don't have that kind of time, no, to be true honest. Enough. Anyway, we need to speak about uh, arguably a case of identity theft. Um, there's a story... Mm. where a, uh, a couple's engagement photo appeared on the cover of an erotic novel. Can I stop you there? Oh, yeah. yes. Yes, you <laughs> Are may. Are you going to talk about Kay Burley? No. Oh. What is an engagement photo? I agree. Perplexing, but that's Oh, it's very American my tradition, own personal this, isn't story. It? They take an engagement photo. Well, it is exactly what it says it is, Frank. But who, do they have a, a, an engagement <laughs> photographer who comes think, around when you get engaged and takes photos? I think some people announce when they're engaged. I mean, I never really got engaged. parties and all sorts. You have to bring presents. My sister actually has an engagement party, as I told you, when the, when the carpet went up and the beer went on the oh, floor. Yeah. There you oh, go. Yeah. Do you think they did that in the States? Just poured... But this, uh, these characters, the John and Jane Rowe, yeah. yes. corpses and CSI, um, yeah. they, <laughs> yeah. um, extraordinary outfit choices for the engagement photo. I mean, I know this isn't the point of the story, but it is for me, which is that he was wearing a horrible check shirt and she had a jumper with elbow patches on. Yes, jumper with elbow patches is always a good sign in a woman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, um... Sickening. Yes, I... I don't really understand the theory behind engagement at all. Well... It used to be like a legal contract, didn't mm. it? 
people could be sued, usually men sued for breach of promise. But now, why does it exist? It's a bit like the it's Star Wars off, trailer, isn't it? Isn't it? It's the man saying hands off. Isn't that how it works, like the Star Wars trailer? It's a bit like there is a bigger thing coming. Yeah. But this is a little teaser <laughs> for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But now that um, engagements have been elongated so much, then well, have they been elongated? Sometimes they never even come around to a wedding. Don't well, that's you it. Some, some of these people, people are engaged, engaged forever. For, yeah, but I, I don't. But what is what's it about now? I don't want to do it down. I know this has been a you know the, the jewellery industry in this country is not having a good time about it. What do you? What do we? Well, why do they have it? Marriage, about? I can understand because right. it's you know it's a tax thing, hmm. but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you I'm, old romantic I'm you. amazed that engagement still exists. I, I'm amazed yeah. that, like, it hasn't disappeared with the eternity ring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I, my wife and I, as, as I think I told you before, we didn't even have a proposal. We basically had a conversation that got out of hand, and now, oh. and then three months later we were married. That was it. We just went but that's, that's fine. I don't, I don't so there was no it. real engagement. No. Don't just, get me wrong, one of my favourite words ever is fiancé. Oh, well, I love that do, word. You do love a French pronunciation. Oh, and what about a trousseau? Love that. Well, I like the idea of a fiancé and a negligee. <laughs> <laughs> that as a, comment, as a combination. <laughs> I was I mean, reading... this time that. of the morning, it's a bit early, but yeah. I was reading Vikram Seth's The Golden Gate, you know, his verse poem, mm. where oh, yeah. he talked about... Um, he went back with this woman and then she stepped out the next morning in a negligible negligee. Nice. Oh, crazy. Skinner. Cochrane, together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. We've just had a text come in that I think refers to Nigel Pearson from earlier in the show. Mm -hmm. um, from zero, zero, zero. We don't often get that, do we? We do the last three. Oh, that's weird. For, oh, for yeah. new listeners, readers, we... Is that the first person to, to ever have a phone? <laughs> 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 yeah, it seems that way. Uh, they've texted, when Big Nige played for Wednesday, <laughs> very over-familiar, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's so much over-familiarity just in that. Big Nige and Wednesday. Yeah. Um, when Big Nige played for Wednesday during a League Cup semi at Blackburn, he tried to run off a broken leg, eventually had to be subbed and spent the next few months in a pot. That's good. In a pot? Yeah. You know, a pot as in a plaster cast. A sticky... Oh. For our Scottish listeners. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Term. I, I know all the words for plaster cast. <laughs> it seems. I've only ever um, broke a finger. You see, I've never had the big break. Is that right? Hmm? Oh, is that your break. worst break? Big breaks. Good weekend for big break, isn't it? It is. By the way, um, earlier Emily um, mentioned the fact that according to the uh, what's the app called? The Age app. How old dot net? How old dot net? I'm. Uh, I look sixty six. Mm -hmm. Turns out she'd pressed the dog ears button. Oh. <laughs> so that's cleared that up. Easy mistake. And also, one of our readers has uh, tweeted us to say that her dad is actually 66 and um, he got 86. On that, that was, app. That's Jane, yeah. So she says not to worry, Frank. Well, what's the ox here, that thing? Is it trying oh, to uh, push us over the edge? Seems that way, doesn't it? Mm. Anyway, we're discussing the Rows. Uh, Jane and John Rowe. Jane and John Rowe. Uh, who ended up on the cover of um, a Gronking to Remember, named after a particular move that the American footballer Rob Gronkowski does. Uh, mm. So not rude. It sounds rude, but it isn't It does rude, sound rude. Well, they know it sounds rude. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I think they, they do, yeah. I hate them. Dear, 
No. Is that for using their picture? They use their picture on... I ate the rose, I ate the Gronkenheim (laughs) bloke, I ate the bloke that wrote it. (laughs) Why do you hate everyone involved in this? Oh, you began this show in such high spirits. Who on earth would ever in a million years read an erotic novel? (laughs) (coughs) Is that the time? Anyway. Well, is that any way to talk to your friend and co-host? Yeah. I don't read erotic fiction. Who would re- not who not since Forever it? by Judy Bloom, yeah? Oh, I love that. Who oh, reads it? Who didn't? Who didn't? Hashtag Forever. If you forever. want something erotic, <laughs> you don't go, you don't think, oh, I'll read a novel of that. If you read well, a- ladies do. They don't. They do, Frank. Why don't they Fifty mind their own business? Mm-hmm. Eroticism <laughs> is our area. <laughs> their own business. Eroticism is our area. Have you seen yourself? Look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not empathetic and caring. It's not your area right now. I don't interfere in empathetic and caring. They should stay away (laughs) from eroticism. (laughs) Okay, where were we? Well, they've they've created a lawsuit. It's it's a sordid and horrible. Why do. um, Ladies have needs as well. They don't. (laughs) Do they? Yes. I think I'm going to have to rush home. (laughs) 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 Um. Well, ladies um, enjoy. How, I want to put, keep this show clean. Yes. Ladies enjoy the written word when dealing with things of an erotic nature. Apparently, right? more than the man who is more visually stimulated. I just think if you're going to read something, read something worthwhile, not an erotic novel. You know, <laughs> when you see them sometimes in uh, train stations and stuff. Yeah. And they got woman sometimes in a negligee on the cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you think somebody reads that. They take the trouble of moving their eyes from one side of the column to the next. As opposed to opening a laptop. I don't mind people <laughs> reading rubbish, generally speaking, but not erotic. Not come on. Come on! <laughs> no, I mean, come on! <laughs> anyway. Well, this book's going to be, um... I know asked. what you're thinking. What about a nice nin? There'll be people at home oh, saying. Yeah. What about a what nice exactly? nin? Yeah. Yeah? Well... What about her? I'm not here for anagrams. <laughs> Carry on. Um, oh, actually, we're supposed to play adverts. Oh, OK. If, the, if, if we're playing an advert now for an erotic novel, <laughs> I'm going to look pretty stupid. Mm. Yeah. The vicar... The vicar's saliva. <laughs> Out next <laughs> week. Called that? The vicar's saliva from... Picador. Whoa. Picador presents... Steady on, Frank. The vicar's saliva. And then they'll have an extract. Oh, Mrs Baxter... The button on your <laughs> nylon overall is undone. I mean, who wants that in their life? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've been talking quite a bit about um, soap this oh, morning. Yes, we, we have. Can, yeah. can I ask you a question? I, just to, I'm just sure. checking if this was a regional thing or if it happened in your world. Because you represent the North and the South and I represent the Midlands, which is one of the nice things about this combo. Yeah. <laughs> We cater um, for all areas, don't we? Is I... Did you used to do that thing of putting... If you didn't have any gel, mm. you'd put conditioner on your hair and leave it on and use it like gel. Did you ever do that? Uh, I personally have not done that. Have you heard of it as a phenomenon? I have. Well, no, I've heard about the punks putting soap on soap their hair. Soap water's very yes. good for no, sticking but this is in the old mohawk. Yeah, yeah you know, but not, not conditioner as a gel. Not no, not in our way. What no, about no, washing your hair with talcum powder? 
Oh, I've heard of um, yes. Uh, I've heard of ladies putting talcum powder into greasy hair to make it look drier. Yeah, but that was in the, that was in the vicar saliva. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> I um, talcum powder is used as dry shampoo. <coughs> You're absolutely right, Frank Skinner. There you go. Yeah. And the sequel to the Vicar's Saliva is the one when he has uh, he has a relationship with his cleaner. It's called Spitting Polish. <laughs> oh. Of course, my dad, as I, I think I must have said on here before, used to he'd be getting himself ready to go out, get the suit on, and all that. Just put his fingers in the butter dish and put it straight onto Excellent. his head. We had some uh, Glaswegian friends we used to go and stay with, and the dad used to dip his comb in the chip fat. Fantastic. Which was permanently on the on the stove, as you seem to recall, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the whole family, we used to wet the toothbrush, um, this is when we started using one, in our 20s. <laughs> wet the toothbrush, <laughs> um, a bit of salt, and that's how we'd clean our teeth. Excellent. And you still do that? I haven't done it for a while. It, 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 it gets to the gums after a bit, I must admit, it's pretty, mm. it's fairly intense. I don't know if you've ever eaten uh, raw seagull. That's oh, very yeah. salty on the, on the outer crustings. Is it? Anyway, anyway, um, hey, there's been uh, there's been a dramatic upswing in the standard of living in the Cockrell household recently. Is there? Oh, yeah. you. What one appearance? I never got news for you. Yeah, <laughs> and the whole game has changed. Oh, I've started yeah. throwing money at the problem. I have spent twenty pounds, which beforehand oh. seemed Ooh, like an astronomical right? amount of money. I know. Let me talk you through what went wrong. Okay. And we kept it wrong for quite a <coughs> while. The select button in the middle of the sky remote control. You know oh, what yeah. I'm talking oh, about. Oh, I know yeah. what you're talking we're, about. We're all on board. Yeah. I'm, I'm gathering the listeners. Yeah, we're, mm. you know what I mean. Yeah, that became inconsistent. It was perhaps working maybe two or three times out of ten or twenty. You know, it wasn't. You couldn't depend on it. Um, was it a faux selector? <laughs> <laughs> Um, extremely frustrating, you know. Mm, oh, yes. And, and I'm, you know, by nature, I'm quite lazy, so sometimes I'd be scrolling through and I'd just press select. I see you as quite a remote dependent character. It'd be, uh, you know... I, I, I see him as quite remote. I think I watched... <laughs> and dependent. I think I watched several episodes of In the Night Garden when I was after Match of the Day, just because it had started, and I thought, there's no way I can go back and use this select button. It'll take me ten minutes. Don't so tell me you're watch watching that else. with a beer. That's very depressing. Someone <laughs> that, drinking, right. watching In well, the Night Garden. something starts, you think, oh, this oh. will do. No, because Louis van Gaal and Eagle Piggle... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never you see know, them in the never same see, room. Never in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I've never <laughs> seen uh, Eagle Piggle in a room... No. no. I mean, I've seen He's him, you know. He's an character, isn't he? I've seen him aboard, aboard the Plinky Plonk, but it's more, <laughs> of a, it's, it's more of a, you know, a cabin or compartment than an actual room. You're right, of course. Anyway. Boat, small boat, small open boat. Sleeps in an open boat. You've got to have a pretty sound nervous system. Could oh, you yeah. really rest in an open boat? Of course I couldn't. Look at me. No, not me. Need more than a security blanket to get me through that. Mm. True enough. Um, so... Twenty pounds for a new remote. It seemed like a lot. That's a lot. But oh my goodness! Where do you the... buy a remote from? Well, that's I it. I don't. I don't know. My wife does that. I've got. I, I don't I like imagine... to call her staff, but I've got staff for such things. <laughs> I imagine the shop is way out of town. Yeah, I, I imagine uh, online on an industrial estate. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a remote location. <laughs> Very good. They sent us it, and oh, and it's the same. Is it like the old one, or yeah, is it a new yeah, fangled? I think oh. there's a thing where you do a code. I don't know. All of that happened before I got access to it. And oh, then, that's and a lovely now, thing about marriage. Oh, I'll tell you what. I Has it changed? Through. Is it a life changer? Sometimes As I press play on a thing, and then no, I think, it's a channel change. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, 
sometimes I press play on a thing. I think, I don't know if I want to watch this. I'm going to go back and now I'll just start watching something else because I know the select button is there and oh, it's see, so responsive. You so see, responsive. You don't now. appreciate them till they're you, gone. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah, it's like wives. <laughs> yeah, but you don't. It's just like wives. You don't miss the water till the well runs dry. Oh. No. Brilliant. I mean, I we had I lost all sound on my telly, and I often watch telly Did mute. You? Comedy often on telly, I'll watch mute. Especially yeah. the modern comedians, Frank. <coughs> yeah, yeah. you're not a fan of. None of whom you're no, friends I'm, with. No, I've got nothing against them. <laughs> There's none that you envy. We should. Uh... No, but I, I'm sure they don't envy me either. Ha ha. <laughs> but uh, but um, when when you can't get the sound, oh yeah, no, you want it. You really want the sound mm. then, and it's you know it's like it's like being alone and being lonely. That's the difference. You're right. What about when my telly was stuck on BBC Two the other day and I couldn't get anything else? Well, it could oh. have been worse. Though. I was so yeah. cultured. How much well, worse? It could have been ITBB. Yeah, could have been non-snooker <laughs> season. <laughs> Good yeah, time to have BBC Two on. That's I mean, all think, I'm saying. Think of the things it could have been. If your TV was stuck <laughs> on one channel, what would you like it to be? Russia you Today. It's <laughs> <laughs> all we really watch now, to be honest. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Can I say before we go on uh, a couple of thank yous? One to Karen Kay, Karen Key, who wrote all the way from Perth in Australia to say that me talking about the fountain pen has completely rekindled her love of the fountain pen. That's lovely. Oh, and she started and she's written the letter in fountain pen. Oh, that's oh. nice. So this is the revolution starts here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, keep your keep your Russell brand. What about the fountain bed pen brigade? <laughs> Is that your yeah. only thank you or have you got a little list of uh, No, I've only I've got a couple. Can I say that um <laughs> also she does she did Pittman shorthand. That is something I've <gasps> often dreamt oh, of. Yeah. What a lovely thing to have that. That's secret writing. Dreamt of. Yeah, Pittman's Aim higher. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, be good. See, it's a bit old fashioned. But um when I'm writing me erotic novels, I don't like to leave them around in case they get read by the children. Can you imagine his erotic mm -hmm. novel? <laughs> yes, um a guy called Tim from Catford sent me uh he sent me a thing called Lost and Found, a DVD, which he, he assures me my child will laugh. Oh. Lost and Found, do you know it? No. Nope. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, keep, I'll give you um, a sort of... Uh, you you sure you don't, that's not something you watch late at night with your bottle of wine? No. Like when you're watching in the night garden? I don't like this picture of me being painted as dependent on the I uh, just demon drink. I like alcohol teamed with in the night garden. It seemed inappropriate. Well, I can see the combat. It's quite a spacey mm. kind of a show. <laughs> I'll tell you um, what, I have the used garden. the uh, select button on the new remote control for, um, and I don't like to step to you here, Frank, but <laughs> you could not finish this series. In fact, I think you only managed about five minutes of the first episode, The Jinx. Had uh, had some oh. kind of terrifying even, scene, and you had to take yourself oh, off to bed. Jinx. And it sob. opens, and this is not a spoiler because it's the opening. <laughs> oh, the I man saying, "Well, I can't even say because it's, it's." I think it's it's too early in the morning, but it's all right. It includes. It's also quite a big spoiler. It's include. Well, it's the first thing that happens yeah. in the show. No. It uses the word torso. Yeah, mm. well, and it's I, something not, being dragged out the wall. I mean, it, I just thought, oh, who wants to watch this? Not only did I, I get what through, what kind that. of a sick mind? <laughs> I thought, what kind of a twisted dark? Anyway, you were saying, Alan, Alan Cochran, everybody. My wife and I got through the whole series, and actually, I was quite pleased that I got through the first episode because after about five minutes, the whole time I was going, 
I mean, I can't believe Frank didn't make it through that first five minutes. It's not that bad, is it? So all the way through. Really? It, yeah, all the way through. I was disgusting. You thought it wasn't that. that what is bad I fell, for I you? I fell then? asleep. You're quite Did a you? tough northern character, though, aren't you? I think that's We're probably what it is. I'm, I'm extremely Eccleston. tough. Um, You've got Eccleston sensibilities. I've got grit, haven't I? I've got real grit. Yeah. Yes. I don't know, I'm just mucking about. <laughs> but it's good. Yeah, oh, I like it. Torso's being dragged out of the water. Yeah, I didn't that's mind. An open, that's an opener. Yeah. Love that Fall album. <laughs> 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 You're right, it's not a bad album. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Frank, uh, we've had an email which I'd like to share with you from Chris. Email? Do you want me to? Yes. Do you want me to give you a bit of email call? Why not? Um, well, partly because I can't find... Oh, no. OK. It's my new erotic novel, Shemail Corner. <laughs> <laughs> so, the writer of this email, Chris, begins thusly, Hello, Alan and the team. Wow. Nice. Wow, blimey. Finally. There's going to be some changes around here. <coughs> Finally. It's all gone a bit, bit jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> it's all gone a bit post-Hignify. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that changed his life, that show. I think I was, it's a reference to something from before then, but nevertheless, let's okay. pretty, pretty continue. I was listening to you <laughs> last week talking about YouTube. Well, uh, I've been looking at stuff that my wife thinks very boring. Can I just um, yes. momentarily explain to Frank, this was the week that you were off and I, did, I think I did sit in the captain's chair and I was discussing oh. the absolute boringness of things that YouTube suggests to me, where I watched a man uh, explain what was in his lorry that he sleeps in, you know, those sleeper I cabins. I really don't like the sound of this. <laughs> and he did a little tour of his cabin saying, and this is a drawer where I keep the kettle and there's the tea, oh. and I watched a nine and a half minute <laughs> video of this extremely boring man saying what he... Anyway, so that's what it's in reference and to. And that was recommended to you? By YouTube. YouTube <laughs> says, this is the kind of thing you'll like, Alan, and it was right on that occasion. Okay. Okay. I bet I've watched 20 John Pertwee interviews <laughs> <laughs> on the recommendation of YouTube. There you go. What about when Amazon suggested I buy a Pam St. Clement clock? I <laughs> no. mean, really. A Pam St. Clement clock? Yeah, who knew there was such a it's thing? It's a good tongue nice. twister, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pam St. Clement clock. Pam yeah. St. Clement clock. Be careful. Yes, I should. I dare try a third. looking at stuff <laughs> that my wife thinks very boring. Carving ostrich eggs. Carving ostrich... Well, I don't think he should be ostracised. Very good. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going for the hat trick. Oh, I yeah. said, what's the chances of another ostrich reference <laughs> before we close the show? I don't know. Mastered carving wooden cow bones from the local animal dispatching shop, I thought I would try eggs. Wooden cow, cow bones? Yes. Wood and cow oh, bones. Oh, sorry. OK. I apologise. Uh, sounds like a weird thing to want to do, but I just sold my first egg, tried to attach picture, no luck. For four hundred and seventy pounds. Wow. wow! Of course, the wife yep. was happy with that. See, having a staring hobby does pay off. I think that's oh, a Chris. typo of boring oh. hobby, isn't oh. it? Staring hobby. Okay. <laughs> I'm guessing. I don't know. It is a lot of staring. I like I guess staring so, yeah. hobby. No, I totally assumed it was a staring hobby. Really? Yeah. It requires such precision. No, yeah. I think that is like stamps would be a staring hobby. Yeah. yeah. True enough. Yeah. Or um, peeping tomery. Yep, <laughs> that is a staring it's hobby. It's interesting sure. that this bloke can carve an ostrich egg to a standard where he can get nearly 500 quid for it, but he can't um, handle an email attachment. 
I don't know if I believe it. I've got to be well, honest. Well, I not what only you believe, don't believe it. Well, why it? hasn't he attached the picture? Come on. Because that's not where his skills lie. I am... Um, his skills lie in staring hobbies. I have to say, I put into YouTube carving ostrich <gasps> eggs, and, and I watched several carving ostrich eggs oh, videos. Yeah. What kind of things do they do with them? They just sort of, um, like... Lattice work. Yeah, like an ornamental design. I think they get the egg bit out first. You oh, know, the yeah. pin and blow it oh, out. Yeah. And, yeah. and also the comments are quite good because they get forensic about what drill they use, including one person saying that they use a proper professional standard dentistry drill um, <laughs> in order to... So what kind of recommendations have you been getting from YouTube I, since you exactly. looked at that? Yeah, yeah. I think he... Probably similar to... Nigel Pearson and his great goals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How to make an omelette without breaking eggs. Impossible. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's good. I quite liked it. I might check that out. Yeah, have a look. Have a look. Okay. Mm. What else? What else in email corner now that we've landed? Oh, we've got another um, another email. Hello, Frank and team. Regarding everyday activities and phrases that instantly trigger song lyrics in your head, brass in pocket, etc. We've talked about songs that. Oh spend yes, whenever heads. I get Frank money out of a cash that. point, I always sing um, "Got Brass in Pocket." Indeed, and Alan I sings a, the blues. I had a fair few. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whenever I hear the name of politician Gordon Brown, I can't help but sing the famous Stranglers hit, Gordon Brown, Golden Brown, Gordon Brown, Texture Like Sun, lays me down with my mind, he runs throughout the night, no need to fight, never a frown with Gordon Brown. Hmm. Oh. I have a thing... I, Is there I, some hoovering happening? I can't hear anything. <laughs> oh, that's strange. Oh, it's oh, upstairs. I spoke God, to I them about that. You know, I'm an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Yeah, that'd be awful. Yeah. Well, mind you, the show's nearly over. Good, yeah. <laughs> if there is a time. At least we've got our three hours well, worth. We had a yeah. brilliant thing. My girlfriend got bitten by a dog recently. Uh-huh. And, oh, um, describe that not, as a that's brilliant not thing. A, that's not a brilliant thing, but the police... Um, it's all got a bit out of hand. The police mm. um, were, were due to come round, and then they were... They were. They said they'd come round at six. Half seven, they still hadn't come, and yeah. then about ten to eight, she had a, a text from them saying that they couldn't make it after all. And I had the opportunity to actually say the police always come late if they come at all. That's a Tracy oh. Chapman hit. And it was oh, so... What is the chances of that ever coming Excellent. again? Uh, there was that time when I worked for the... Uh, P- for PISA, I worked for their um, tourist board. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, here um, we go. When in, <laughs> strange, in the, some strange lie. In their video <laughs> for the Leaning Tower, I... Um, I use I'm still inclined. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Very good. <sighs> I got told. Can you off. believe we're going to? We might end on that. I don't think so. <laughs> oh no, thanks. Oh no, because it turns Hold out it. Cockrell's got gold. Here comes the comedy cavalry. I got told off. When I make scrambled eggs, I like to use a particular frying pan. But if it's dirty, I'll use another one. And my wife doesn't like it when I use that because it's not non-stick. And she will pick it up and say, "This is not an egg pan." And I don't know if you know the song, This Is Not A Love Song. Yeah. I don't know the original. I oh. only know the Nouvelle Vague this cover This Is Not A Love Song. Yeah, the original. I, I always I do the Nouvelle Vague. I played it on this show, thanks, this Alan. This Is Not A Love Song. <laughs> and so that then stays in my head for the whole bit. This Is Not An Egg Pan. <laughs> this Is Not An How Egg Pan. How are we going to get out of the egg pan? We're going to get out by saying Pete Donaldson is coming <laughs> Next, thank you uh, so much for listening today. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out! The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.